You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Well, good afternoon, everyone. <clears throat> Thank you for listening in today to my show, Our Constitution. We broadcast every Wednesday live at 4 o'clock Eastern Time, and I encourage you to get your friends and family and others to listen in to what we have to say, because we try to cover some important information every week about what's happening in our government, what's happening with our Constitution, most importantly, what's happening with our freedoms. And as always, there's quite a bit to talk about today. Uh, I'm going to start off with the WikiLeaks controversy. And this is, this is very concerning to me. WikiLeaks, and there are people out there I know, some conservatives who think this is great, that WikiLeaks is a fine organization that is protecting us. They put out information about Hillary and her campaign and uh, what happened was there, she was at the State Department and now it's putting out information about the CIA uh, potentially spying on Americans. And maybe that's good, but there's a lot of really serious aspects of this we need to think about. <clears throat> WikiLeaks is run by a criminal. I mean, this guy is hiding out in the Ecuadorian embassy to keep from facing charges of rape in Switzerland and also to keep from facing charges in the United States if we could extradite him about hacking into our government and hacking into our systems. The information that's been put out in the last couple of days by WikiLeaks concerns operations of the Central Intelligence Agency and talks about how the Central Intelligence Agency has the capability to hack into smartphones, to computers, to our televisions, even our cars, and that they have us under surveillance. Well, guess what? Under the Obama administration, Americans were under surveillance by our own government. Hopefully that is ending now under the Trump administration. I don't know for sure, but I hope it's ending. The exception is, is if their surveillance involves potential domestic terrorists or refugees or foreign terrorists, then we want our government to protect us. We want the CIA to protect us. We don't want the CIA or the NSA or the Justice Department looking at phone records of reporters, which is what happened, if you recall, during the Obama administration under Eric Holder. And he was held in contempt of Congress because he wouldn't tell the truth about it, but nothing happened to him. He was defended by the liberal media, and so it was allowed to go on. The situation we have now, the thing that concerns me the most about this, is... The information that WikiLeaks got does not appear to have come from them hacking into CIA computers. It came from within the CIA. Someone who has the same security clearance as I had, or even higher, mine was top secret, 
when I was in military intelligence, this person has at least a top secret security clearance and uh, possibly a national security agency clearance, which is the highest level. <clears throat> this person or persons took the same oath of office I took to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. There are federal criminal penalties for violating that oath of office. And I've talked in the past about how Obama continuously violated it, as did Loretta Lynch and Eric Holder, and virtually everybody in his administration violated their oath, but nothing ever happened to them. But now we have a situation where somebody inside the CIA or inside the administration is leaking information that is going to provide aid and comfort to our enemies. Now, Obama used to do this on a regular basis because anything he thought would make him look good, he was in a leak. He didn't care who got hurt, how he compromised our foreign agents. Remember what happened to the doctor in Pakistan, the doctor who steered us in the right direction so we were able to finally kill Osama bin Laden. The White House leaked the information about who this doctor was. He was arrested by the Pakistani government, since basically the life in prison, and he's still there. Because the Obama administration made no attempt to get him released by the Pakistani government. That compromised our ability to use foreign operatives, foreign individuals, boots on the ground, if you will, to provide us with human intelligence. Now, human intelligence, you know, all this, this business about being able to uh, tap telephone wires and listen in and do all this sort of thing is good when we're dealing with terrorism. But when you're dealing with a foreign government, when you're dealing with something in other countries, you have to have somebody on the ground who is willing to share intelligence with us, somebody who's willing to work with us. There aren't that many people out there anymore, simply because of the Obama administration. They knew that if it became politically expedient for him, he would release their information about them. He didn't care if they got put in jail or got killed. Obama did what was good for Obama. Now, indications are that there are people in the intelligence community and people working in Washington in various bureaucracies who are holdovers from the Obama administration, who don't like Trump, and are willing to risk the lives of Americans, risk our intelligence operation, and put information out that is damaging to us and to our country and to our national security. That appears to be what's happened with this WikiLeaks information about CIA operations. <clears throat> somebody within the CIA or somebody in the federal government, and I don't care if it's a Democrat or a Republican, I don't care if they work for the Trump administration or, or holdover from the Obama administration, Whoever is doing this is violating their oath of office, is committing what amounts to an act of treason against the United States. This needs to be thoroughly investigated, and the person needs to be brought to justice. 
I say person, could be more than one person. The same is true about other people that are leaking things about the Trump administration. And we've seen all the leaks that have been coming out. I mean, you know, every virtually everything that Donald Trump does, every phone call he has with a foreign leader has been leaked out for the most part. That's coming from somebody within the White House, within the administration, probably an Obama holdover. Because one of the problems that Trump has with his administration right now is that there are a whole lot of positions out there that either are not filled by anybody or still filled by people that whose loyalty is not necessarily to our country but to the left-wing Democrat agenda and to Obama. And this administration has been unfortunately very slow to fill these positions. I hope that's going to change in the near future. But the fact of the matter is, is that we have people out there leaking information. Now, when the President of the United States gets on the telephone with a foreign leader, that call should be confidential. I mean, if the President and the foreign leader want to agree to allow information to come out about it, then that's up to them. It's not up to some political operative or professional bureaucrat who works in the White House and decides, okay, I'm going to put this out to the news media. I'm going to leak this classified, sensitive information, this conversation, for political purposes. That person is committing a crime, and that person should be prosecuted for that crime. That brings us to another subject. If, in fact... What Trump says is true, and I suspect that it is, that during his campaign, his phones were tapped. Or we know for sure, for example, that there was a FISA warrant, we, you know, apparently issued, and I'm, I'm sure of this, I think it'll, it'll come out eventually as fact, the FISA warrant, and the FISA, for those you don't know, that's the your court, special court that was set up under the Patriot Act after 9-11 to allow our intelligence agencies to tap into the telephones or the computers when they suspected that there was a possibility of terrorism occurring. Now, obviously, that was not the case with the Trump campaign. But supposedly, there was a FISA warrant issued allowing them to tap into the server in Trump Towers to find out if there was any information about Russian banks dealing with the Trump campaign. They found nothing. But the fact of the matter is, is that we've heard this drumbeat out of the national news media and out of the Democrats for several months now that the Trump campaign was in communication with the Russians and that the Russians did all the hacking for WikiLeaks and turned the information over to WikiLeaks. There's absolutely no proof out there, none, that has been uncovered that the Russians were involved in the hacking. I'm not saying they weren't. They may well have been. But at this point, there's no proof. There's also absolutely no proof 
that anybody in the Trump campaign was in contact with anybody in the Russian government about the campaign. Now, Michael Flynn got fired from his job because he was in com contact with a Russian ambassador after Trump was elected. But before Michael Flynn was appointed to be the national security advisor to the president, which means what he did was not illegal. And there's no proof that he talked to the, to the Russians about anything involving the campaign, either before or after Trump was elected. His problem was he tried to cover it up. And that cost him his job. We have no indication out there of any direct contact concerning the campaign or concerning WikiLeaks or concerning the Democratic National Committee hacking. None has come out at this point. Let's take our first break. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare. But for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call. And I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. This is Skip Coriel, host of the Home Defense Show on America's Web Radio. Join me every week as we explore all aspects of home and family defense as we strive to defend the ones we love in an ever-changing and volatile world. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We had a brief interruption. I'm not sure where it came from, but hopefully there's not drones still flying around my head over over my ranch. But in any case, I was talking about the situation with the possible wiretapping of the Trump campaign. If this occurred, 
It's extremely serious. And what are we getting from the Obama administration and the head of the FBI so far? Well, you know, Obama did not order any such thing. Nobody in the Obama White House ordered any such thing. You notice that none of these people, including Comey, have denied that it was done. None of them have been forthcoming to admit that it was done. But they're not denying it. They're just saying Obama didn't do it personally. Well, if it happened under his watch as President of the United States, then he had to know about it. And if that's the case, then he's responsible. That's the way it works. The buck stops in the president's office. I suspect it did happen. And I hope the truth will eventually be uncovered. And if it is true, then whoever was responsible for this needs to be prosecuted. Because it's a violation of federal law. I mean, you know, you all the speculation about the Russians interfering in our election. I don't know if the Russians tried to interfere or not. They certainly didn't get to any, any voting machines. They didn't do anything directly to try to stifle votes. I don't know if they were behind the WikiLeaks leaks or not. But it doesn't matter because if, in fact, the President of the United States at the time, Barack Hussein Obama, or anybody in his administration was ordering the wiretapping of a presidential candidate in order to harm that presidential candidate, in order to elect Hillary Clinton, that is a serious federal crime. Maybe not as serious as whoever leaked this information to WikiLeaks about the CIA, but certainly very serious. And it needs to be thoroughly investigated and thoroughly prosecuted. And the indications are that it did happen. <clears throat> like I said, there was at least, at the very least, I believe, the FBI or somebody, NSA, we don't know who for, for sure, got a FISA request. And supposedly they had asked for a much broader request back in, in June when the really the campaigns were just getting started. But at that point, it was obvious that Trump was going to be the Republican nominee. They actually asked in June for permission to tap the telephones of everybody in the Trump campaign, apparently, tap into the computers and the servers, and what was very rare for a FISA court, very, very rare, the judge denied it, denied the warrant. They came back in October, shortly before the election was held, and got information and got the FISA court to approve a much narrower request, and that was to go after the server in Trump Tower. <clears throat> we don't know what what they did, what they listened into, what they looked at, but we need to find out. Because the American people have been under siege 
for the past eight years by the Obama administration. Is this something that Obama's not capable of doing? Of course not. I mean, look, they, as I pointed out earlier, they went after the phone records of people like James Rose and a Fox reporter. They had the Internal Revenue Service ask for all kinds of intrusive information from conservative organizations or Tea Party groups that were trying to form before the election in 2010 and before each election. They wanted people to turn over copies of their list of members. In the case of religious organizations, they asked for the them to turn over the text of any prayers they used in their meetings. I mean, how intrusive can you get? And they use the power of the IRS and the federal government to try to influence the outcome of the election. And they did that by denying 501c3 status, tax exempt status, to various conservative organizations, which kept them from raising money and being effective in the elections in 2012, 2010, 2014. I don't even know if this stopped at this point. Interestingly enough, the person who was appointed to take over the IRS and then lied in front of Congress and refused to turn over documents during a congressional investigation, he's still the head of the IRS. Why hasn't he been fired by Trump? Why hasn't he been replaced? This is the type of situation we continue to face in this country. We have people out there, whether still in our government or outside of the government, who will stop at nothing to bring down our constitutional republic. They'll do it through the education system. They'll do it through hacking. They'll do it through attacks, political attacks on people. They'll do whatever they need to do. And they don't care who gets hurt. Take, for example, what's happening today, which International Women's Day. So, liberals call for women to strike, to not to show up at work. I don't know how many of them out there have done that. I frankly hope if they don't show up for work, they get fired. Because that's not the way you protest. Because when you don't show up for work, you hurt the business that you work for. You hurt the, hurt the other employees that work for that business. You potentially hurt the customers. You hurt the stockholders. Or in case of a small business, you can do severe damage. But more importantly, look what's happening in places like Maryland and Virginia and District of Columbia. They've had to close the schools for a day. Because the teachers, the female teachers, are walking out. They should all be fired. But see, that's the education system in this country, the National Education Association. The teachers' union has always been far left. That's why they fight things like charter schools 
and private school funding and homeschooling because they want to control what our kids learn. And they want to turn that into a propaganda system to teach our kids to hate our country, to teach our kids to love socialism, to want to end our constitutional republic. Our kids aren't taught anything about the Constitution. Absolutely nothing. That's one reason so many schools and people connected to schools are buying copies of my book of our Constitution, where I take each article, each section, each amendment of the Constitution, I put it down as it was originally written, and I put it in my comments about what they really mean. Students are reading that booklet and they're learning things about the Constitution they never knew. Things that they have never been taught. And that's because the teachers don't want them to be taught. Now the teachers who have a responsibility to teach our kids are saying, well, for political purposes, we're not going to teach the kids today. We're going to close and shut down the schools and the kids will lose a day of education simply because we want to make a political statement. Taxpayers, the parents out there of kids in public schools, should be absolutely outraged. I mean, this is something that's really unbelievable. How can students lose their opportunity to be educated because some teacher out there wants to make a political statement? That's got to stop. That's only going to stop if the parents step forward and taxpayers step forward. And this is one of the reasons I formed a new corporation called the Constitution Education Alliance. <clears throat> We're going to be going online with it shortly because I'm no longer executive director of the United States Justice Foundation, for those of you who didn't know. My tenure there ended uh, a couple of months ago, <clears throat> which was really interesting because I took it the position as a caretaker position after Gary Creep, my good friend, was elected judge in San Diego County and could no longer be executive director. And they wanted somebody who lived in California who was a litigator or who would move to California. Well, they couldn't find anybody. I agreed to step forward and work out of my home in Texas and travel around the country as need be. But I wasn't going to move to California. And they understood this. So I suspected that the, the tenure would only last a year, maybe two. Instead, I was proud to serve for four and a half years. But since I'm no longer executive director, I'm making a new beginning. I'm going forward with this new corporation, nonprofit. Constitution Education Alliance. And one of the things we're going to do, in addition to trying to get more copies of my booklet out in the hands of students, we're going to be doing other, other literature. I'm actually putting together a course on the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, which we'll be offering uh, eventually through my website or other websites. We're going to try to protect our students who are being hammered by political correctness and not allowed to even discuss the Constitution on college campuses and in high schools and even in elementary schools. So we've got a lot going on with this. 
talk more about it after this break. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verifying your business, or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. I'm very excited about this Constitution Education Alliance and what we can do with it. And uh, obviously, I'm going to need help to do this. I need people to work with me and people to support financially because since I've had a major hit to my income, the fact that I'm no longer executive director of the U.S. Justice Foundation, I'm not going to be able to do all of this fin- uh, support financially like I've been doing in the past on the booklet. I have never taken royalties on that booklet. I've always rolled them over into printing more so we can get them out of cost to schools and everything. But I'm going to be doing something on my blog as soon as we get the corporation approved by the state of Texas and up and running. I will be doing a post on my blog detailing exactly what we're going to be doing and how we're going to be doing it. And hopefully people will want to get involved at that point. Of course, you can get involved now by going to my my blog at www.michaelconnolly.jigsy.com and order copies of my books, my booklet on the Constitution, or my book about my dad's unit during World War II, the very popular The Mortarman, or my new patriotic novel, The Rag, or one of my other books. And you can order those through their website and get them directly from me instead of going to Amazon or someplace like that. And, of course, if you get them directly from me, then I make about four times as much money off of each book. That will certainly help me out. But more importantly, you can donate through that website, and there's a donate button on there, and the money you donate will go to help support the efforts that we're going to be making for the Constitution Education Alliance. Because it's so important. It's important to educate our children. One of the things we're going to be looking at is a, a another booklet that will come out on the... Uh, Declaration of Independence, 
and other other documents that are important to our country, and providing information to students about how they can protect themselves and protect their right to free speech on campuses. There's so much happening out there. There's so many threats to our freedoms at this point that we need to push ahead with trying to get students in a position where they can exercise their right to free speech. Now, if the college campuses want to continue with this stupidity of setting up safe zones so that the poor snowflakes who are offended by the fact that somebody is not pro-abortion or offended by somebody who is pro-Second Amendment or is offended by somebody simply because they supported somebody other than Hillary Clinton for president, and they have to run and they have to go to their safe space where they can cuddle with their teddy bears and color in their coloring books, that's fine. Let them have their safe spaces. But don't stifle the ability of our kids to talk about what they believe in, and that includes their religious beliefs. Why is it on college campuses is that the only religion that's protected anymore is Islam. If you're a Christian or a Jew, you don't have any right to free speech. You're not supposed to talk about your religion. If you even bring it up in the classroom, professors will give you a failing grade. This is something that's outlandish. And the Constitution Education Alliance is going to try to help students fight back, to push back, so that they do have freedom of speech. They do have freedom of religion. Whether it's in a college campus, a high school, or even an elementary school. How many instances have you heard about in the last couple of years of students being told they have to go home and change their shirts because they wore a shirt to school that said something about their religion, or they wore a cross to school, or they wore a shirt to the school that said, I support the NRA, or I support the Second Amendment, or I support a particular political candidate. <clears throat> and they're punished for that. That's not the way this country is supposed to work. That's certainly not the way our education system is supposed to work. And that brings us back to the issue of school choice. This is something else that the Constitution Education Alliance will be working on, supporting the efforts by the Trump administration to provide actual choices to parents about where they want to educate their children. The National Education Association says that it should only be public schools, that everything else should be forbidden. But I think there are too many good schools out there, whether they be religious schools, whether they be charter schools, or other private schools, or whether parents just want to homeschool their children. And I've got relatives who homeschool their children. And all of these kids went to college eventually, and all have good jobs, Because they did well. They learned from their parents. And that's something else that the left continues to push back on. And that's one of the things we're going to be doing. 
it's extremely important that our children, who are now, for the most part, being subjected to political propaganda by the left, that our children find out what the Constitution really means, and there are other groups out there that are handing out free copies of the Constitution. Ours are not free. But our copies include the narrative about what's really in the Constitution. One of those things that's in the Constitution, I've mentioned this before, one of those things in the Constitution that many people don't know about, and you won't find it, even if you find a copy of the Constitution in a textbook, which you get rare and rare, you're not going to find this. And that is the preamble to the Bill of Rights. Now, when I was in school, I had to memorize the preamble to the Constitution. And many of you who are listening probably had to do the same thing. But I don't remember being told to memorize the preamble to the Bill of Rights. And basically, that is extremely important. And it's in my booklet. Because the preamble of the Bill of Rights was the founding fathers, the people drawing up this Constitution, who were in the process of forming a government unlike anything the world has ever seen, a government that was truly responsible to the governed. And this preamble was the founders telling this federal government they were forming, because they didn't know if it was going to work. But they didn't want it to come and turn into a tyrannical form of government. So they were telling the new federal government that they were forming that these rights enumerated in the first ten amendments to the Constitution and the Bill of Rights are rights that are God given. They were not acknowledging that these rights were given to them by the federal government they were forming because they were, were new that if you Tell a government that you accept that they are giving you certain rights, then you're telling that same government that you accept that they can take those rights away from you. The founders were smarter than that. So they put that preamble to the Bill of Rights, and that's in my book on the Constitution. And that's another reason that it should be in the hands of every student in this country. So they know how the federal government was actually formed and why it was formed and what limitations were put on it. This is I repeatedly said on this and other radio and television shows. If people don't know what their rights are, they're not going to be aware when the rights are being taken away. And that, unfortunately, is what's happening now in our country and has been happening for a number of years. People don't know what, what free speech means. They don't know why the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms, was put in the Constitution. It had nothing to do with duck hunting. It was put in the Constitution because, again, our founding fathers were forming a new form of government, and they did not want it to turn into a tyranny. And they wanted, since they had just been through a bloody and very lengthy revolution, using basically their own weapons, own individual weapons, to fight the British Army and to succeed in, in securing their freedom, they did not want a new form of government to come in and start being tyrannical and taking away their rights. 
So they put in there the right to keep and bear arms so the American people could always stand up and defend their homes, defend their communities, defend their states, defend their very freedoms. That's what the Second Amendment is all about. And that's what the liberals don't want our children to know. There's a whole lot out there that they don't want our children to know. And they're being very effective, unfortunately, in propagandizing our children. Our children don't know our history. I, a few years back, got a chance to read some essays they were written by high school students that were applying to college, to the, doing SAT or ACT test. And, you know, there was a lot out there that were very well written. But when it come, came to the history, if any of them dealt with American history, there were many students who were woefully unaware of American history. For example, I saw students that said that in World War II, we fought England and Mexico. They also said that if they knew who we fought in World War II, they said it was our fault because we dropped the atomic bomb on Japan, and as retaliation for that, Japan attacked Pearl Harbor. They didn't know anything about the Civil War to speak of. They didn't know the true causes of the Civil War. Now our students are being taught that anything connected with the Confederacy is inherently evil and racist. Well, I got news for you, ladies and gentlemen. I had ancestors on both sides fight in the Civil War. My great-great-great-grandfather on my mother's side was a 22-year-old, well, actually 20 years old when he started fighting, 20-year-old school teacher in Alabama with a small farm. Didn't own any slaves. I don't know if he even believed in slavery, but he believed in the right of his state. So he went and ultimately became a sergeant and was killed at Gettysburg. I honor his memory. I honor what he fought for. Just like I honor my relatives on the other side who fought for the Union, including a great-great-great-uncle who was killed fighting for the Union at Vicksburg. Let's take our final break now. Lawyer Liz. Join me each week as we discuss drones, the Internet of Things, and all the technology in between. It's Buzz Off with Lawyer Liz, Wednesdays at 2. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. 
You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare. But for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call. And I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. So I'm going to be fighting for our children and fighting to have them recognize the wonder of the country they live in and the freedoms they have and how they can protect their freedoms. So you can help me out by going to www.michaelconnolly.jigzy.com or www.constitution.jigzy.com. Order copies of the booklet. Order one for you or copies for your family members or order them in bulk. They had that to schools. We had the uh, Rotary Club a few years ago that ordered 500 copies to give to incoming junior high school students in six school districts in South Texas. And one of those people who ordered more copies recently contacted me to say they had just given out more to students. And the students loved it. They loved seeing the booklet. They loved being able to understand the Constitution. They loved finding out, for example, that the phrase separation of church and state, which is used by the liberals to attack freedom of religion, in fact, is not in the Constitution. Never has been. This is the type of thing that our kids need to know. So go to the website and keep an eye out on my blog. By the way, if you subscribe to my blog, I'm going on a brand new system, and most of you received an email about it by now. A brand new system is going to work a whole lot better for sending out emails. And I don't send out forwards. I don't send out junk emails. I send out an email every time I post a new article on my blog so that people can... Be alerted that the article's there. I send out a copy of the article with the email. You can forward it on to friends. You can forward it on to acquaintances. And you can also let them know how to get to my website, where the blog is. If you are not your listener and you're not subscribed to that information, all you have to do is go to my website and use my email address, which is M, the letter M, Robert, R-O-B-E-R-T, the letter C, 
at hotmail.com and send me an, an email telling me that you want me to add your email address to my list. Now, pretty soon with this new system I'm, I'm setting up, you'll actually be able to go on that system and subscribe. You won't have to send me an email. You can subscribe through that system. And those of you that do receive the emails at this point, when you receive the next email that I send out, which hopefully will be in a few days, look on there because there should be a link that will allow you to subscribe to the email, which, of course, you will need to if you already are. But you can then send that on to friends and relatives so they can subscribe. Now let's wrap it up today by talking about another big item in the news. And this is an item that I have been watching since 2009 when I was one of the few people that actually read the full 1,100 pages of House Bill 3200, which proposed Obamacare. And I wrote an article. And I didn't have a blog at that point. I didn't have a website even. I just wrote an article and sent it out to a few friends and I pointed out the, the Obamacare, that the proposed health care plan was unconstitutional and would be an utter disaster for the American health care system, not to mention our freedoms. That thing went absolutely viral. Friends sent it out to their friends, and their friends sent it out. I received thousands of emails, most of them favorable, some threatening my life daring to oppose Obama on anything and calling me a racist, but the vast majority of them were in support. And, of course, I read each new version of the bill, including the final 2,700-page bill. And I pointed out all the problems that I thought would occur, and they've all occurred. And at one point, I understand they were looking at about 25 million people that read my blog or read the original letter that I that spurred me to, to start a blog and I didn't know what I was doing but I, I got one up finally and uh, that's it continues today and it's very very popular I get I had over one and a half million hits on the blog and uh, get a couple of every time I post a new article I get about two or three thousand uh, hits almost immediately so, again, you can reach the blog at www.michaelconnelly.com. Keep reading it, because I've got a lot to say on it. But now we have a Republican Congress, a Republican president, that has vowed during their campaigns to repeal and replace Obamacare. And we have legislation that's been introduced. I confess that I've been so busy the last couple of days, I have not had a chance to read the new bill in, in its entirety, but I will do so. And of course, I'll be reading other bills, too, because it looks like there are going to be competing bills here. And there's a lot of disagreement among Republicans. Of course, the Democrats, they want to continue with Obamacare, even though it's a total, absolutely disaster. People are can't afford their premiums, they're losing their coverage, uh, the cost of the health care is going up, the availability is going down, and this was all a setup from the beginning. 
with the Affordable Care Act. The idea was to bring down the U.S. health care system. And then what they were going to do under either Obama, but it didn't happen under him, or but under Hillary Clinton, who was going to be the anointed one to take over for Obama, they were going to say, okay, the health care system has crashed, so we're going to put in a single-payer system where the federal government will have a nationalized health care, and they will control everything, just like they have in England. Talk to some of the English people about the disaster over there. But that was the ultimate goal of Obamacare. Not to improve health care, not to cut the cost, but to bring the whole system down. And they almost succeeded. And now the Republicans are trying to fix that. And they don't exactly know how to do it. They're going to be, they're going to be competing bills. They're going to be competing ideologies. But the bottom line is they have to do it. Now, they're going to be doing committee hearings. If you remember, Obamacare was done entirely in secret. No Republican legislators even got to see the bill. In fact, most of the Democrats in Congress had voted for it, never got to see it until after it was passed. And Nancy Pelosi, who's the Speaker of the House, then said, well, we have to pass the bill, and then you can find out what's in it. Well, I already knew what was in it, because I was one of the people that had read the final bill. I'd gotten a copy of it. And then, of course, when it finally was passed, I saw the final version of it, and it was very similar to the final proposal I'd seen, and it was a total disaster. And I predicted that it was going to be a disaster. So we have to keep our Republican legislators, members of Congress, their feet to the fire. They need to repeal Obamacare, and they need to replace it with a system that allows the free market to work so that people in this country can get the health care they need based on their choices, not based on what the government tells them to do. That is the essence of freedom. That's what the Republicans need to be looking at. It's going to be very interesting. They've got a lot more they need to do, like tax reform and passing a budget that builds up our military again and fixing the VA, by the way. It needs to be a major effort on behalf of our veterans. By the way, the, the fact that I'm starting this new corporation does not mean that I'm going to stop working for our veterans, protecting their Second Amendment rights. It's interesting that the Republican Congress has passed legislation stopping Obama's efforts to disarm senior citizens, but it's done nothing that I can tell for our veterans at this point. That's going to be something else that I'm going to be jumping all over, and I'll be needing your help for that. So go to my website, www.michaelconnelly.jigsy.com. Read my blog, send it on, and also look for the new website that I'll be putting up sometime in the next couple of weeks. Actually, two new websites. There's going to be one website strictly dealing with my books and my booklet. 
and then there's going to be another website for the new corporation I'm going to be forming. So thank you for again for listening in. Try to get your friends and relatives to listen in next week. And remember, the show is archived within a day or two, so they don't have to listen to it live. They can go in on Thursday or Friday after the show and listen to it at their leisure. Thank you again for having me on. I look forward to talking to you again next week. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.